Hello and welcome to another Sunday Playlist podcast. This week we continue the story of the early church in the book of Acts from chapter 14. Luke writes, In Iconium the people were divided. Divided could describe any number of cities and countries across the world today, from black and white clashes in the USA, tribal violence in Africa and India, to the political opposition to governments in Hong Kong, Belarus or even here in the UK. Nobody seems to be able to offer a solution without stirring up more hatred and causing more division. It's tempting for Christians to either take sides, often losing their distinctive calling in the process, or to retreat into ghettos preferring to avoid the situations altogether and neglect their call to be the light of the world. It's interesting that in the middle of ideological struggles in Iconium, Luke tells us that Paul and co stayed there for a long time. They didn't run away, in spite of being in danger and being misunderstood. My first song today is by Casting Crowns and it explores the various approaches societies have taken over the years to change things for the better, including Christians who've often found themselves as part of the problem rather than the solution. The chorus declares confidently that what this world needs is quite simply God himself, a saviour who will rescue, a spirit who will lead, and a father who will love. That's what this world needs. Simple, but simply true.
doesn't need my tie, my hoodie, my denomination, or my translation of the Bible. They just need Jesus. We can be passionate about what we believe, but we can't strap ourselves to the gospel because we're slowing it down. Jesus is going to save the world, but maybe the best thing we can do is just get out of the way. Some song lyrics can be quite cryptic and you can find yourself thinking I have no idea what this song is meant to be about but I quite like the tune. That's how I felt when I first heard Sticks and Stones by King's Kaleidoscope. However some lyrics are worth the time it takes to decipher the meaning and this is definitely one of them. The singer and songwriter from the band Chad Gardner has obviously experienced the good, the bad and the ugly of American megachurch culture. He seems to be criticising the tendency of some modern western churches and not just the huge churches either to treat its pastors and leaders like gods, in the same way that the cult of personality pervades celebrity and sporting culture, the danger of replacing God himself with little gods who can't deliver what those who adore them really want and need. I wonder if it was at all tempting for Paul and Barnabas to bask in the adoration of the crowd in Lystra as they threw garlands around them and prepared to make sacrifices to them, following the healing of the crippled man. Instead of revelling in the adulation, like Herod did a few chapters earlier, Paul and Barnabas were horrified Luke tells us they tore their garments, a symbol of utter incredulity. They had to cry out above the fever of the crowd to try and convince them that they were merely men. It was God who was acting through them. Sounds ridiculous, doesn't it? But if we zoom out of our own Western culture of celebrity, even within parts of the church, it's clear that society hasn't actually changed that much. It might not be Greek gods we're looking to, but it's clear we still look to others to fulfill an inner desire to worship, whether that be a film star, a beautiful model, a sports person or even a Christian hero. Chad encourages to turn the tables on consumeristic culture, to stop competing amongst ourselves and to get back to what he calls pure religion, focusing on Jesus. This is Sticks and Stones by King's Kaleidoscope. Did I pledge my entrance For the purpose of progress To a priest or a prophet 
Our lives are framed by the big stories or meta-narratives we believe about life, who we are, how we got here, how we make meaning of life and where we're going. The people of Lystra, like most Greek-speaking cities of the day, live with the Greek myths as their backdrop. 
the capricious and often malevolent gods who needed to be pacified and worshipped if you were to enjoy the good life. As Paul and Barnabas do their best to refute the worship of the crowd, they tell a different story. Rather than many gods, they spoke about the God who made heaven and earth and sea and all that is in them, the one who brings rain, fruitful seasons and satisfies our hearts with food and gladness. The same God allowed the nations to walk in their own ways. In other words, he gave us free will to choose him. Paul encouraged the people to turn to this God, the one true creator and giver of all that is good and beautiful in the world. Unfortunately, their stories seem to fall on deaf ears. The next song is a song I wrote based on a quote by a Dutch politician called Abraham Kuyper, who was Prime Minister of the Netherlands between 1901 and 1905. He wrote this, There is not a square inch in the whole domain of our human existence over which Christ, who is sovereign over all, does not cry, Mine. That is effectively what Paul and Barnabas were saying. God, through Christ, made everything that exists. It all belongs to him, and therefore he deserves to be worshipped. That is worked out in the ordinary places of family, streets and workplaces. Jesus should be the Lord of all. He created and sustains. This is called Beautiful in Its Time. All the earth, every creature, every tree You spoke and creation came to be Every man, every woman, every child You're calling all things to be reconciled From the popes to the prisons we proclaim Christ is risen in the crash and in the school We'll display Jesus' rule Is there anywhere that God does not say mine? He'll make everything beautiful in His time our lives, Lord and work and rest or play. From dust to dawn we offer you each day. Monday morning, through the work pressures and peace. May your reflection through me never cease. On the train, in the office, we're secure For we are His in the home or on the ward We will show Christ is Lord Is there anywhere that God does not say mine? He'll make everything beautiful in His time
Within a few verses, things took a dramatic turn for the worse for Paul and his companions. One minute they're speaking boldly and experiencing signs and wonders, and the next they hear of an attempt on their lives. This time they realise it is time to leave. The same thing happens in Lystra, their next place of mission. Again, God does the miraculous through them by healing a crippled man, and the crowds treat them as gods, literally. But when the antagonists follow them from Antioch and Iconium, it suddenly turns very nasty indeed. Paul is dragged out of the city and was stoned within an inch of his life. In fact, the only reason he escapes is because the crowd actually think he's dead. It must have been one hell of a beating. What astounds me the most is not that Paul didn't say, I've had enough, it's not worth it, things have become too dangerous, I think I'll just go back to making tents but that he gets up and on the very next day, he travels on to another city to preach again. No time to recover or reflect on the trauma. And most of us would have got at least a doctor's note for a couple of weeks off work, wouldn't we? Not Paul. And if that wasn't dangerous enough, he then retraces his steps through all three cities where they'd been driven out. I mean, is that madness or is that just incredible faith in God? Or maybe it's a bit of both. My next song is by a gospel singer called Gene Moore. It's not a genre I usually listen to, But as well as his fantastic vocal, the lyrics resonate with this passage and with me as he sings, tested but committed to staying with you, ignoring the thoughts that make me doubt you. Life says look at what's wrong, but faith says stand and be strong. In the darkness I'll still declare that you'll bring me through. I will keep my mind on what you're able to do. I'll lift my eyes for my help comes from you. I'm depending on you. So this is called Depending on You by Gene Moore.
final song choice today is by the brilliant Matt Redman. More than any other Christian songwriter over the past 40 years, in my opinion, Matt has continued to produce songs sung by churches all over the world that are theologically sound, challenging, inspiring and passionate. His songs have been a large part of the soundtrack of my life and have encouraged me to keep going in spite of all the challenges, frustrations and disappointments. Towards the end of today's passage, Paul and Barnabas go back to the fledgling churches to strengthen them and to encourage them to continue in the faith, saying, Through many tribulations we must enter the kingdom of God. Paul knew this only too well, returning from Lystra with the scars of persecution still visible on his face. However, the way they summarised the journey was to declare all that God has done with them and how he'd opened a door of faith to the Gentiles. That's not how I would have told the story. I definitely would have started with how I got the scars, how we were driven out of cities and regions, how people mistook us for Greek gods. Not Paul. His focus was on God and what he'd done in and through them. It's where our focus should always be too. This is called Oh This God by Matt Redman.
Yesterday is gone, now anything is possible